one other point though about vaping because I did mention this in our group chat yesterday, but I know mm. that you were away, so you might not have seen it. However, I, I, I've been I, wondering I did, what I didn't. I didn't see it. I was giving myself what a happened, little, little holiday. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. What happened to the professional vapor? Right. So like, and I was thinking about this because a few years ago I went to go cover a conference uh, in London of uh, like the, for the vape industry at the, like the emerging vape industry at the time. And part of their exhibition were um, they got like a bunch of like vape teams. Um, so people who were basically doing like vape tricks, like the big kind of smoke circles and circles within circles, all those <laughs> sorts of shapes. I interviewed this guy who quit his job, like his day, like his respectable day job to become a professional vape artist. Um, and he was planning on, they were doing like, we we're going to do like a US tour that was going to have like a headline show in Las Vegas. And apparently they were paying like these vape teams quite well. This vape team had a DJ. And so when they were doing the demonstration, they had like a scratch DJ. And every time the DJ scratched, the, the, the guys doing the smoke ring, the ring would change per scratch. It was insane. I was like down for it. And like the ways in which like the professional vape, you know, they, the types of um, vapes that they use, the types of like sort of special coils that they use, it felt like a very kind of like technical process. And when you spoke to them, um, yeah, when you spoke to these guys, they felt themselves not to be smokers, but to be artists. They felt they were elevated. Oh, did they? And, now, and I don't, but the thing is, <laughs> I don't see those, I, I, see, I, I don't see those types of vapes anymore. And I don't see those types of vapors anymore. Everyone is now like either doing the elf bar shit or like a sort of like frozen lemonade, whatever bullshit, like, you know, the, the pacifiers. Everyone's with pacifiers. No one's doing like vape tricks anymore. So and I you- wonder like, what so you what you're like you're a return guy, but yeah, but for but, but for like for yeah, for tricks. <laughs> I'm I'm a return. Yeah, <laughs> I've been in the industry year. of vape. Was, was at a time no, I, when there was lots of work for vape show DJs. <laughs> I feel no, I feel I feel like I feel like the vape that that era of vaping, art, artistic vaping as I like to call it, kind of like was in around 2017 and probably ended around 2019. So that's what I'm a return. I'm a return guy, but for those two specific years. <laughs> oh my I mean, lord. Like, like, I mean I you could say what you can say one thing about about vape artistry, it's not gonna be replaced by a large language model. That's a good point. Yeah, that's, so, that, yeah, that's like, true. No, you got, you got, to, you, got to, you need, you need a human soul for that. <laughs> yeah, we may, yeah, we may, act, we we may return. Uh, yeah, the, the future, the future of, uh, uh, yeah, the AR AI future. We may lose a lot of jobs, but we are going to bring back professional vape artists and jesters who do jokes for cigarettes. So. I'm excited. <laughs> I think this. I think it's going to be a good future. Um, Tom, well, thank you for coming on, uh, and thank you coming up for coming on to my life in posting. Um, we usually begin this section by asking our guests whether they've ever done a post that's ever got them into trouble, uh, whether that's with the law or with international uh, legal agencies, uh, governments, or just be people getting mad at you online. Oh boy, posting wise. Um, no, I th- overwhelmingly my posting life has been extremely boring. Um, and my often my work or through comedy, through my job on the radio or by, by hosting a comedy show on Australian television, that resulted in me getting in trouble. But I don't know if it's been my the posting necessarily, actually, or maybe maybe if I posted, you know, like a, a clip or a sketch or something that people didn't like. Um, mainly, my posting has been extremely boring. I was just I had a fucking Facebook memory come up for me the other day, and this is from 2014. 
And it said, <laughs> watching friends on television, Chenandla Bong will never not be funny. These are the thoughts that I felt like I needed to share with uh, the world. But this is but this is the thing. I think this I think this is a really I think this is a really important point actually from uh, just from a kind of uh, just from a kind of uh, posting impulse anthropological mm. perspective, right? Because mm. something that we like to think about a lot in this show about like what is the what is the impulse to post like what is the posting tendency? Yeah. Because it's not something which is necessarily just mediated by technology. Because we're doing a, we're doing a series about like who are the big posters in history as well. Mm. Um, so there's it's it's it is different quantitatively from somebody who wants to communicate their thoughts and ideas in writing, because someone who is just conceiving themselves themselves as a writer is expecting mm. the writing anything any written object that they produce they expect that to kind of stand on its own terms and stand on its own merits you don't necessarily have to know anything about the author or be familiar with the rest of their kind of quite often very giant and very kind of scrappy and multimedia and multimedia kind of system of thought feeling expression etc but a poster you need to know about all the other stuff so this is why luther is a poster but like St. Augustine, even though he had a poster soul, not necessarily a poster. This is the okay, this is the good. I'm glad I'm glad I've got I'm glad I've got you got you on board for the, for this taxonomy. But sure. something like rewatching Friends, Chanan Lebong will never not be funny. That is uh, that speaks to a time, and I know this is like less than a decade ago, but this is posting purity. This is when, this is when like <laughs> posting was mainly done on a closed loop. Yeah, like, I know that I know there was Twitter in two thousand and fourteen, but it was a different place. Twitter in two thousand and fourteen. People, that's, that's Facebook. That was yeah, a exactly. Facebook. There was still there was still people who posted on Facebook, um, mm-hmm. and that had a much more of a sense of. Um, of less forum posting and more kind of personal press releasing. Um, so like you're like kind yeah. of toddling down to the marketplace and then you're issuing your thoughts, feelings, activities for the day uh, to not necessarily interested parties, but not automatically hostile ones either. So your friends, your yeah. family. And the, very yeah. little invested in the posting because exactly. I guess also from a, when you've got a public facing posting world as well, you know, the tweets, you want them to be funny or yeah. they need to, I don't know, sell tickets or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Whereas Facebook in 2014, I'm just a guy watching some TV. Watching friends and being like, you know what? Fighting something funny. This is funny. My, five, my 500 uh, odd friends and family might be interested in today's in today's press release. And I think part of, like, part of that <laughs> is like the, I mean, obviously, as it turns out, it is it was incorrect assumption of privacy and an mm. incorrect assumption of closed of like closed loop audiences but there was very little reproducibility and very little sense of distribution and very little idea of this might end up under very much not its intended audiences noses it was a kind of yes it was a kind of village square rather than a kind of gigantic kind of urban hub square and it wasn't about and it wasn't about attracting the most attention, whether that was positive or negative. It was just about like, you know what? I'm watching Friends. What if, what if other people are also rewatching Friends? Let's have, let's get a, let's get, let's get, let's get a riff going on this subject. I'm going to share my favorite joke from Friends. Here it is. Here it is, guys. <laughs> 
And there's a beautiful innocence there. Whenever I see a Facebook post, I remember, do you remember we used to, I used to start Facebook posts with um, is watching friends or whatever, or is going yeah. to the shops. So, which would appear after your name, of course. So as if you were finishing some kind of sentence and that was the initial idea, right? We were, we were like posting, literally posting updates on our activity and what we're doing. So yeah, is going on holiday or is watching the Simpsons or whatever. Yeah. There's something very sweet and innocent about that. And when mm, tweets were literally yeah. just brain thoughts, have you discussed the Britney Spears, Lady Gaga climate change tweet? Has that ever come up no, in your discussion? No, but it's on, your, it's on your list of 10 funniest things from the internet. So we'll get we <laughs> You're damn right it is. We'll You're damn right it, it is. It w- yeah, I think, yeah, I think the, like, the original um, third person framing of uh, Facebook statuses is like super interesting. Mm. So they got rid. They got rid of that. I can't remember exactly when they got mm. rid of it, but it like it altered it. Like it it was because it was encouraging you to kind of comment on and narrativize your life as if you were yes. as if you were a biographer, but one who had no real sense of what <laughs> makes an interesting story. So like <laughs> so like a kind of flareless biographer, but of yourself. Yes. Which is very, very yeah. different from taking away the third person thing and then it just sort of turns into a yeah. turns into kind of any other text object.